Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cigars and Everything Else podcast. We'd like to say thank you for tuning in today. Today's episode will be the second episode, and we appreciate everybody that came to give us a listen today. Now, on this episode, we will be discussing the brilliance of marketing and building your brand and how fads have now become the end thing in today's society. Now, for the most part, today's episode will be a cigar-dominant conversation. We discuss some of your favorite places to enjoy a cigar and also the importance of timing when enjoying your cigars. We also talk about, is it important to have an expensive price point on your cigar and will that determine the quality of your smoke that you get to enjoy? With that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. We're not going to waste any time. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Cigars and Everything. Podcast. Hi, what's up, everybody, man? Welcome to another episode of the Cigars and Everything Else Podcast, man. I'm glad to have you here with your host today. My name is Jared. I got Denzel with me. Here. Denzel, what's here. up? How you feeling today? Feeling good. It's a, it's a great morning. We we are uh, getting an early morning smoking today. So. Oh, yeah. For those that watched, the, uh, listened to the last podcast, now we did have a whole conversation about how uh, we don't get to do those that often. So, you know, me and Denzel loving this right now, having the opportunity to do us a nice little early morning one. Now, what you going to be enjoying today? Uh, looks like I have a, a Grand Reserva uh, number five, Grand Habana. 2010, Grand Habana. though, 2010. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Now, I think I can outdo you as far as the age. You got 2010. I got a vintage <laughs> 2004 from Don Raphael. Okay. Yeah, yeah, age yeah. Nicely. Now, yeah, age nicely. You know, uh, with that being said, mine is a Dominican rapper. What about yours? Uh, let's see. I don't, know what we, I don't know what we're working with right now. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, the band doesn't give me any indication of what we got. So I'm going to have to research that one a little bit later. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get mine lit here, man. You using anything to uh, light your cigar in particular? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going straight butane. Nah, I'm going straight too. butane. Guilty. Using a torch lighter. One of my least preferred ways to light my cigar, but it's quick and efficient. So I got to say that. <laughs> so if, if anything else, it's, it's quick and efficient. I'm with you because that is how I just lit mine. <laughs> Got a little coffee here with me. Um, <clears throat> hot coffee, hot coffee, even though I do love my cold brew during the summers. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I got and right now. I got some cold brew poured over some ice. So check it out. I don't use creamer too much, but I went to the grocery store the other day and I saw this Snickers flavored creamer. So I grabbed oh, really? that. So I'm using a little Snickers flavor creamer with my coffee okay. today. And, 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 and you're, you're, a, you're a black coffee drinker, as far as I know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. An avid black coffee drinker. <laughs> I don't think I've ever black. seen creamer in your coffee. I, I'm not a creamer guy, man. I really normally don't like it. But I saw Snickers flavor. And I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a chocolate guy like that. But you know, man, something about these weird flavors, man, when it comes to drinks or foods mm-hmm. and stuff, snacks, I gotta try it, man. I gotta try it. Not too bad. Like, the Snickers doesn't come through too much, but it's 
It's, it's subtle. It's a subtle slicker. Just, just enough. Yeah, if I do flavor, like I like the um, like I see like the almond joy that type of stuff like that with that coconut flavor. I like I like that kind of thing. But man, they got a lot of stuff out here. They just trying everything now. Like everything right. got a flavor. <laughs> What's well, down the cereal aisle, you don't recognize some of them uh, things down there. They trying everything. Oh man, I saw um, I saw sour patch cereal. I thought about trying it, but that's got to be nasty sour cereal with milk and all. Don't do it. Don't do it. My kids have had it. My kids had it. They tried it. They love Sour Patch Kids, and they wanted to try the cereal. They tried it. And that box sat in my pantry for a good uh, six months. (laughs) (laughs) Did you try it? I tried it. It's sour. It's sour. And when you have a cereal in the morning, I don't don't think the, the first thing you're looking for when you're trying to you know what I'm saying? Start your day off with a with, with a breakfast or something sour, a sour cereal. So it didn't really it didn't really bowl well for for me and my household. They go with the milk. That's what I was curious about. Like, yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't. Clashes, right? It's yeah. not a good mix. That sounds like it, man. But I see they have a lot of stuff like that. I mean, and a lot of that is great for the the YouTube community community people who like yeah. to do uh, foods and taste tests and stuff like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's not for your everyday eating, I don't think. Yeah, the, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a nice little adventure to try, but when I see them now, like, at first, they used to catch my eye, but then now I'm seeing more and more, it seems like it's just a gimmick, gimmick stuff. How yeah. how how can they make more money? Gimmick. Throw whatever on a box, mix whatever flavors, you know what I'm saying? They put think tanks together and figure out what, what can we try next and throw it out there. If it makes money, it does. If it doesn't, oh well, we just throw something else out there. So I used to be in it. Like, I want to, I see it, I grab it. Now it's like, it, they got too much out there. And it's like, all right, whatever. At this point, mm, I'm going to stick with my my regular Frosted Flakes and, and whatnot. Yeah, I understand that. But I mean, you know, society loves gimmicks. Gimmicks is what works now. Mm-hmm. Loves it okay. because we, we're such a temper, we're a microwave society where everything's real quick and goes. So, Gimmicks right. are very successful nowadays, whereas before, a lot of people wanted something that was gonna be their new thing for a long term time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now it's not. It's not for the long term. Yeah. Long term, nothing nowadays. It's like, what can we do that's hot right now? All right. Like if Popeyes, if they continue to continue to sell their uh, chicken sandwich like they were before, or if they if it slows down, comes to a complete halt next week, they don't care. They got in the game. They got some publicity. They sold some, uh, sold some food. Made some money off of it. I'm pretty sure they're good to go right now. Speaking I, I, of, I'm thinking something that's for the long term. Speaking of that, and that Popeye's chicken sandwich is the biggest gimmick that's out right now, and it shouldn't be because yeah. I talked to somebody. We were having a conversation about it, and we were discussing how we. Thought they been had a sandwich out. It wasn't even a big deal. Like I knew about the sandwich a month before it got all the wheels that it got, because right. I was just exactly. I didn't think it was no big deal to go try it. I'm like, okay, they got a sandwich. So what? You know, because they, they're a chicken a restaurant. Yes. They've been had. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure KFC got a chicken sandwich. I think they had like those chicken sliders or whatever at some point. They have I don't a sandwich. Still, I, don't, I think. Yeah. Pretty much almost all the chicken spots got a chicken sandwich. All your fast food restaurants got a chicken sandwich. So what's special about Popeye's with a chicken sandwich, you know? It's like you said, it's probably been out for a while. I've never paid attention to it, you know. But it gets out there, gets some publicity, 
you know what I'm saying, goes viral or whatever, and then all of a sudden right. now it's, 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 it's a new wave, it's a new crave, you know what I'm saying? Somebody reviews it, and then a patty pie moment happens where everybody goes crazy, <laughs> or, you know, and then an entertaining video comes out of it, and then everybody want to try it. But I'm going to tell you what, what Popeyes did that was genius, that really gimmicked that whole thing, mm-hmm. is they... Okay, let's start here. Somebody told me, we were having a conversation, is this limited, uh, uh, limited time, or is it going to be a real thing? And yeah. what I'm thinking myself is, it's probably going to end up being a limited time because of the whole gimmick mindset that we have as a society. Mm-hmm. And because they also played the game with people. They they ha- could have had enough sandwiches, but for some reason, those sandwiches sell out every day, which right. now gives people the impression that there is a limited resource. And now people mm-hmm. want more of it. So that's why people were in these long lines all the way wrapped out around us. Trying to get there, there before, before it get gone, right? Yeah, people trying to get to it before they get gone. Now it's perception. Man, there's, there's a hype here. You have to get to this. And now everybody's yeah. wanting to go try it out now. People who don't even eat Popeyes want to try it out because, <laughs> hey, it looks like there, there's a perception to it now. And that's because yeah. they just they kept a limited amount available. They could have sold enough chicken where they weren't selling out. That's what they sell is chicken. They, they sell, were purposely doing chicken. it every day. So, yeah, how do you run out of chicken and you sell chicken? Right. right. <laughs> so you, you got a point there. I didn't think of it on that aspect, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they just, hey, look, it's, it's sold out everywhere. You got to come try mm-hmm. this out. But yeah, it's every day we got some more chicken, but it's sold out for the day. You know, it's like, nah, man, you ain't getting shipment <laughs> that often. <right? laughs> That shipping just came in the morning, ready to go. Reload. Yeah, every day the Popeye's truck just dropping off a batch of chicken breast. I don't know, nah, man. <laughs> you don't see it. I don't see it, man. I, McDonald's sell a lot of food, but you don't see that truck out there every day. Every Maybe day. every other wow. day. So I got, uh, yeah. I'm going to give you my early synopsis of this, Don Raphael. Vintage 2004. Started off okay. very, very smoothly. Even a little bit of a sweetness to it um, in, in the first little when I first uh, took my first smoke up. And so, okay. so far, so good. And, it, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you said it at the beginning, but is it your first time trying that type of cigar before? Yeah, I never tried this brand before. Okay, okay. So I, I've, I've given this, uh, this Grand Reserva, Grand Habano, uh, a couple of runs before these used to be one of my um top choices back in the day a few years ago we used to be one of my um my top five go-to grabs so haven't smoked this one in several years so it's uh it's good to be back it's good to be back it's uh reminiscent of you know what i used to like all right now with that being said uh what made you take so much time off from it since it was a go-to back in the day? Uh, just getting into opening my palate, really. Um, you know, back when we first started, you know, we would stick with what we knew and what we liked. It was either Rocky Patel, um, Edge, Double Edge Light, that was, was like my number one yeah. go-to. Always yeah, grab was- it. So it used to be my, I go to the humidor, I see it, I grab it, I leave. You know, don't look for anything else. And then I got introduced to this one, and then, okay, it felt good, smoked good, tastes good. I liked it. So I see it, I grab it, don't look around the humidor, I go. Uh, so it was just getting into other okay. cigars and understanding, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the different 
types, different modes of, you know what I'm saying, cigars and what you like and developing what you like throughout the years. So it's never been one of the ones that I said, hey, I'm never going to pick up again. It's just getting into exploring other things. And I explored other things and I liked something else and I stuck with that for a while. So now it's just, it's just, it's just going back, reaching back to some of those um, older ones that I used to, I used to love and getting back into those again, you know, showing some love again. Thing where you just moved on from it and this per se, like it just kind of gradually happened as you ventured out, you know, and then you kind of forgot about it, but it was no hard feelings towards the cigar. Yeah, no hard feelings towards it at all. You know, you know, you see it, you know, that nostalgia comes back. And that, that's pretty much what happened with this time. I saw it, and that nostalgia came back. It's like, I remember that cigar. That used to be one of my favorites. Let me go, go ahead and grab it. So that's what we did. We got it. And here we are. So I, I haven't had an Edge in a long time. You mentioned Edge, and that was, hey. in the, in our early days, that was our go-to. Like, that was a go-to. To keep, an, keep some Edge in your uh, humidor now. In the humidor. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I don't have hey. any. When's the, last yeah, time when was the last time? Yeah, when was the last time you had one? Man, I hadn't had one in probably that time frame. I hadn't, yeah. had, hadn't had one. Yeah, I want to say for I me, it's probably been about a good four years since probably the last time I've, I've had one. So, yeah, gotta give it a try yeah. sometime. I hadn't had one since roughly about maybe 13. Yeah, about 13, maybe. 2013, yeah. last time I had one. Yeah, I can believe that. I think I want to try it. I think I want to try it again, just for the sake of. Really, I hadn't uh, smoked too many Rocky Patel cigars uh, after that time frame. But okay. now that you know, when we go to burn, sometimes now I do. You know, you, you smoke them. You know, I had one at uh, burn. Oh, it sells a lot of sells a lot of. Shout out to burn. I actually had the opportunity to to go with you a couple of weeks back. It was a great experience. Um. Pretty nice facility. And what I loved most about it, uh, the humidor, humidor selections was uh, was great. Um, even though it's a Rocky Patel establishment, it didn't just focus on just having Rocky Patel cigars. You know, it had pretty much anything else that any seasoned cigar smoker or new cigar smoker would want to gravitate towards. So shout out to Rocky Patel for that. Like their humidor selection, uh, not the biggest humidor, but very, very... Uh, uh, had a wide range of cigars, so I enjoyed that the most about it. Yeah, he did very good with that. I have to give him credit. Like he found the perfect balance between really promoting his own cigars and not under promoting anybody. The competition, right, was, right, right. Yeah, and I, I would have thought that it would have been a little bit more focused on him. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you walk in, you see his on the wall. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You run, you run into his first before you else, you know. Yeah. And it's pretty much an entire wall dedicated to his cigars. <laughs> and then if you look to the left, then you'll notice there are actually some other cigars over there to yeah. the left. And you look to the right, like, the yeah. right wall is full of everyone else's cigars. But yeah, he has a good uh, good variety of cigars he can choose from. Pretty much whatever yeah. you need. Yeah, whatever you need. He got it. So been in, been in some uh, places where, you know, they, they represent a, a certain brand and that's all they offer, you know. <laughs> And then one particular um, cigar spot, we got he, what he had his own cigar line, I guess, and that's all he offered in his his, uh, his establishment was just his own cigars, which is cool. Um, no harm against that, you know, to promote your own cigars, but at the same time, you know, 
if you want to bring in more people and have more people smoking your establishment, you got to have something else other than just your own, you know, especially when you're talking even even from seasoned cigar smokers to uh to uh, brand new people who are brand new to the culture. You know, you, you have to have that 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 range of cigars, you know, and then some people, they gravitate to what they're familiar to. It's true. Now, with that being said, Rocky Patel Byrne, mm-hmm. who went to the Atlanta location, right. is that is that the type of environment? As a good uh good environment for a cigar smoker? Did you feel like you know you you were able to sit back, relax, and really just enjoy yourself in that environment, or did you is anything that you would change about it? Or you know what? I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna say no. Okay. Um. Only because we, we stayed there for a few hours. We, we were there for a good amount of time. And we got to see the day transition, the, the early evening to, uh, to later evening transition. Mm-hmm. And depends on what you like in an environment. At, at one point, it could be conducive to what you, what, how you would like to enjoy your cigar. And then at some point, it might not be. Or it depends on how, what, what type of cigar smoke you're, you are and what kind of mood you're in when you're smoking your cigar on that particular day. Like if you're that social smoker who likes to smoke uh, cigars and, you know, have fun and like loud music and stuff like that. During the evening, later evening, they kind of transitioned to that environment where it kind of got a little busy and kind of got a little crowded. Music turned up a little bit louder, you know, to where you really couldn't have face to face conversations. And I know some people, they like to smoke a cigar and have a nice, quiet environment to be able to have that conversation, you know, that comes along with cigar smoking. Um you weren't really able to have that later in the, in, in the evening as things got a little bit more lively. You know, it depends on what mood you might be in. You might like that. You might like a, a more lively environment while you're smoking your cigar. So that's, that's what kind of happened in the evening there. And that wasn't my mode at that particular time. So I didn't gravitate towards that in that moment so like where things got a little bit more lively. At that point, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm okay for the night. We're good to go. You know, I really can't have a conversation. Things are getting a little bit too busy, you know. So at that point, I didn't enjoy it um, as much. Early on, when it was nice and cool and, you know, we were just able to have conversations. It was not too many people, not too busy, able to enjoy the smoke with a little bit more subtleness. You know, I was I was cool with that. But then at the same time, not to say that that's not the kind of mode I would be in later, you know. Right. And that's a very good point, actually, that you bring up. Cigars is an environment where you... You want to actually fellowship, you know, right. you want to be able to have conversation with the people that you're with and you want to kind of relax. Now, as you mentioned, the first half of that day that we were there, because we were there for about four hours. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say we started out in the evening, late afternoon, early evening time, and then we kind of worked our way until nighttime. Because I think we got there, what, around five? Oh, five, about eight, five, five yeah. yeah. So, uh... That being said, it did become a louder environment, but there was music in the early part of the day also, but it was turned mm-hmm. down a little bit lower. Yeah, it turned down a little now, bit more, yeah. Yeah, and it did get louder as the night went on, and I don't know if that's because, okay, we're now in the night hours, we want to have more of a party environment, or right. if it was because the guest that was in the, in the establishment that day. Now, KRS-One, uh, legendary hip-hop artist, he was he showed up, and they started playing a lot of his music. And then, <laughs> yeah. But it, but that coincided with the same time that, you know, it was getting late in the evening. 
I mean, nighttime. We were getting into the night hours. So I don't know. If yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 the mood was shifting, and then maybe yeah. that crowd that was there at that particular time with that celebrity, you know, maybe they wanted to cater to that um, particular individual in that particular crowd. That, yes. that could have been it too. It could have been that. So I don't know. I'd have to go back again at eight, nine o'clock and see if it's the same thing without KRS there, mm -hmm. you know, or if it's you know if it was just a hey, let's show him some love. You know, he's here, play his music. You know, and then they had had the music banging for him. So I don't know, right. but but I do agree with you on what you're saying about the environment, though. Uh, I think me personally, I do like, I even like more of an outdoors environment myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just smoking personally. And I don't know if that's because we started out, when we first had our first cigar, it was Miami Beach. Oh, man. So I don't know if it's nostalgic <laughs> for me to be in a beach outdoor environment, you know, with, with, some, with a nice breeze and being able to relax and enjoy a drink. Or if that's just my thing, but and maybe, maybe the way I started. What, the way we started. The way we started. In my opinion, I, I couldn't have seen a better introduction to uh, cigar culture. If you ask me, mm -hmm. and I think that's that's what really propelled us to, um, well, myself. Speaking for myself, I don't know about you, um, to to keep it going. It's just the way it felt that very first time we smoked a cigar, the first very time, the, the very first time we lit, mm -hmm. um, right there on Miami Beach after a, a, a good meal, was sitting there and they sold us some cigars right there on the beach, and we lit up, and it was like, man, this is this is nice. Yeah, that environment, that 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 particular scenery, you know, that just kind of fed into the uh, to the enjoyment just that much the more. Right, and I think that was a big part of it for us. I don't know if it would if I would have had the same love if my first experience would have been just in a random bar. I right. don't know. Okay. Maybe, it it could have been something that I let go of. I don't know, but I think because everything was so perfect and it was great, and then I could. I don't know. I think maybe some of that that same feeling is now within me a little bit every time I smoke in a weird way. I don't know, but it, I, so, it definitely so, so the, a big deal. Okay, so to say this is uh, so whenever you do smoke a cigar, like is that what you look for? Like as far as like that type of because uh, you know how, how like your first time with most things, you always look for that that first time feeling. So right. when you go to smoke a cigar, that's what you usually gravitate to. Is, is that what you're saying? Like trying to trying to chase that 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 uh, or not not necessarily chase it, but at least go back and relive that first time feelings. Yeah, uh, trying to replicate the feeling. Yeah, I'm not necessarily maybe, replicating, maybe, but at least maybe, some of those thought about back. Okay, maybe so. Maybe so. That's interesting that you put it that way. I, I that could be possible. I don't know for sure, but I'm looking for that same. I guess I am kind of looking for that same feeling, that same relaxation, that same enjoyment. And right. I don't have to be in that same environment to get it necessarily, necessarily, but I but I am looking for that with my cigars that I'm enjoying okay. or my feeling that I'm having. You know, I want to feel in that same mood. And a lot of times it does do that for me. See, and, and, and the reason why I ask this, because this is what I've been finding out about myself lately, is that I don't smoke as many cigars as I would like to because I've turned it to that timing is right uh type of cigar smoker like the timing has to be right for me now you know what i'm saying the the um i have to have a certain amount of time available um the weather sometimes has to feel a certain kind of way i have to be in a certain kind of mood so i can you know what i'm saying 
get that full enjoyment. Like I don't want to half enjoyment of my cigar. I want the full enjoyment of my cigar. So I've become been I've become sort of a you know a conditional a smoker. Things like <laughs> yes, yeah, got to be right, you know. And I think that's what led to that. Like our our start, how we started. Like and it's like things have to be right in order for me to enjoy my cigar the way I want to enjoy my cigar. It's like all or nothing almost now. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm I'm mm. the same exact way. I won't smoke unless my conditions are right. Um, I'm not the type of guy where I could be outdoors walking around. Um, you know how some people like in the in the movies they show the guys doing doing a job or something and they working and smoking their cigar while they working. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that guy. I want to sit back and kick my feet. Right now, my legs are crossed like an old right. man, and I want to do that. That's what I. That's how I want to enjoy. It. I want yeah, so when you envision, like, when you envision enjoying your cigar, that, that's what that's what you envision. Laying back somewhere, feet crossed up, you know, kick back, just enjoying it. Right, that 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 scenery or whatever it might be. It's like it's just that 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 time is right type of type of thing nowadays. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't want to think about anything. My cigars are an enjoyment for me. There's their form of relaxation. Even yeah. you could call it a form of meditation where I just yeah. get to clear my mind and relax. But it's not gonna be. It, I don't. I don't do my cigars like cigarette smokers smoke cigarettes. Like where they just <laughs> no disrespect to cigarette smokers listening. Look, <laughs> no, but I don't. That's not how I do it though. I don't do it because I need it. I do it because I want to do it and do, yeah. I want to relax. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like, force my cigar at moments. Right. And then and, and 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 that's what I find myself doing a lot. Like I can't force it now. You know, it's like the time it has to be right. And if it's not right, like I might plan to smoke a cigar, like, man, all right, I have this day coming off. I'm uh, coming up that I have off. Uh, I'm gonna smoke a cigar that day. Might go to the humidor, might go purchase some new cigars, you know, that I want to try out and plan for that day. Like I know I got the time available, and then that day comes. And my feeling might not be right, or the weather might not be right, or the wind might be blowing just a little bit too hard for me, or, you know, I don't mind smoking when it's raining. You know, I, I do that from time to time. Actually, just just did that uh, just uh, Saturday. Started yeah, relaxing too. Smoking. Yeah, it's, it's relaxing, but then sometimes I might not be in that mode. I want I want a nice sunny day, you know, right. when I smoke. And then like that, those clouds come in and start raining. That just get me out the mood. It's like you know what? Mm, it's not the right time for me to enjoy a cigar. I don't. <laughs> I thought I thought it was just me, and I thought I was just being weird. No, I've kind of always been like that. Like mm -hmm. outside of maybe the first year we were smoking, when we after we started smoking cigars, outside of that first year, I became conditional. Where I was like, okay, it has to be in this environment, this condition, and that's mm -hmm. another reason why my humidor is always so full. And you always tease me about <laughs> how long my how long I keep cigars. Cigars just sitting around. I'm like, man, we gonna get to that one. We gonna smoke this one. Ah, uh, you you make me feel so bad about it, but it's like, well, man, I, I never I never could put it in words, but that you put it in words today, and I kind of always been like that. Like, it, it, I have to have the right time, and I'm not gonna just sit down. If I got thirty minutes, I'm not gonna just sit down and just smoke a cigar. Like, I want to make sure I got a whole hour I can relax. But look, at least yeah, you know, to the even if you don't, even if you don't smoke yeah, for that whole hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the short, the uh, short, the short. Uh, what is it called? Short break, right? Fast break. The short what? The, the uh, cigar you put me on to. The uh, fast break? Is that what it is? The short story? Short story, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, the short story. Yeah, okay. that that was a good cigar for me to be able to, uh, you know, when I have 30 minutes and I want to just smoke, I, I'll do one of those now. 
you know, and that allowed yeah. me to do it. You coming across mm-hmm. that cigar and put me on to it, but normally, yeah, man, I, 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 at least you get a, at least you get a quality smoke in that short amount of time. But right. even then, I still like I still I have to have at least an hour. I have to know I have that hour, even if I end my end up just smoking for thirty minutes. I need to know I have an hour at least, you know. And if my time feel like it's gonna get too short, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna smoke today. Yeah, I'm same way, man. I'm same way, and I I wish, kind of sometimes wish I wasn't, you know, because I don't mm-hmm. feel like I get to enjoy them as much as I want to sometimes. But uh, it is what it is. It's just. It's but just hey, wrong. but look at it like this: you we're looking at it like you know, quality over quantity. You know, right? You're not getting you're not getting around to as many cigars as you would like. But I guess it's what you get out the uh, your your cigar smoking experience is is, is what matters the most. You know. And I guess that's what we're all in search for, at least uh, from my vantage point, how I, how, how I look at my cigar journey, you know, is getting that full in, in enjoyment of, you know, why we smoke cigars in the first place. Man, I think this, uh, I'm starting to enter my second third, man. I think this thing mellowed out even more. It's supposed to be a medium cigar, man. It's, it's getting real smooth here in this uh Second third of my cigar, man. How, how far are you into yours so okay. far, man? I'm still in my first third. We're, we're burning kind of slow. We're burning kind of slow today. So, uh, uh, based on the cigar, it looked like it was going to be like an hour and a half smoke. I think I can probably get about two hours out of this smoke. <laughs> and the, mine is uh, a little more. I'm gonna call it affordable. I don't want to call any ch- cigars any offensive words like cheap or anything like that it is a little on the lower end as far as the price range and it might have something to do with this one burning a little faster <laughs> but it is uh yeah I'm, I'm moving on i'm progressing quickly in my mind hey and i, I i'm glad you brought up that term cheap cheap cigars mm-hmm. um i was having a conversation it was maybe a few weeks ago and we were talking about quote-unquote cheap cigars and he was a relatively new cigar smoker, younger, younger guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just trying to get him to understand about that what necessarily is a cheap cigar and what, what's not a cheap cigar or, or like what we call, I guess, inexpensive cigars and yeah. making them understand that, hey, you don't got to go spend 20 bucks, 18 bucks, even 15 sometimes for a, for, for a good smoke. Right. Um, like, how do you feel about that? That's true. That's very true. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. I think the most I've I hadn't gone too crazy expensive on a cigar, but I have mm-hmm. got up to about I think I spent about thirty five is the most I've spent. Yeah, that, on that, that was gonna be my next question. Like, what was what's the most expensive cigar you've ever had? Yeah, <laughs> about thirty five, and those and cigars. You know, to somebody that sounds outrageous, but prices go up way beyond that for a single cigar, depending on what you, you know, what you're willing to spend. And oh, yeah. for me, the $35 cigar, can't tell much of a difference between that and 15 you know, for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's what I was trying to tell them. That's what I was trying to tell them. Like, hey, man, you can go find some $8 cigars that uh, blow you away. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to go spend 30 bucks, 20 bucks on a cigar. An $8 cigar, that, that, that will blow you away. Yeah. Might be some $5 why- cigars out there that will blow you away. And it will be. And that's why I didn't want to call this particular one uh, cheap, because cheap. there's a difference between being cheap and being affordable. And right. cheap is based on the quality. 
you know, and right. this is not a bad cigar at all. Uh, this is an affordable cigar, even a price money. Yeah, this one right here is $4.50 is what you can get it for as a single cigar. Oh, wow. Wow. Good cigar. Good cigar. So, so that's, there you yeah. go. That, that's, that's an attest to it. Uh, a yeah. cigar that's under $5. That's going to give you a, a, a good lengthy smoke. And that's yeah. affordable. And that's, 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 that's good quality. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. am I going to put this next to a, a $12 cigar, a $15 cigar? It probably isn't as good as, as that level good, but it's mm-hmm. pound for pound for its price. It's, it's a good cigar. No okay. complaints about it. And, and somebody that can only afford a $5 cigar, go get it. You know, this, mm-hmm. is, this is good for you. So that is definitely an important thing that people have to understand. Cheap is not bad. Well, affordable is not bad. Inexpensive is not bad. You got to go out and do your own research. You got to try it out, find out if it's actually a well-constructed cigar. Like this one is a handmade cigar. It is well-constructed. Uh, it is burning somewhat fast, but it's it's well-constructed. I got a perfect burn going right now. It hasn't okay. gone out any. At, one, at no point have I had to relight. Everything has got a nice ash on it. Everything is good about it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and that's what that's, that's what I'm talking about. But see, at the same time, you got to be careful though. They're going to exploring, um, because that's what that's what I ended up having to do at some point. Is I went and picked up some, I picked up some three dollar cigars, some five dollar cigars, some six dollar cigars, and I've had to smoke them. Like I'm not gonna say that. Hey, every cigar that you're gonna find that's under five bucks is gonna be a good cigar. Cause I ran into a few of them that, you know, a couple puffs in and like, nah, this is not it. This is not going to get the job, get the job done. Right. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's a dangerous game to play, but sometimes you got to play the game just to go ahead and find, you know, and find those inexpensive cigars that's still good quality. Um, but you got to go through the gauntlet for it, though. And that's what I had to do. I've, I've done that before. I've gone through the gauntlet. Of running to some horrible cigars that's uh price cheap, and you can see why they're price cheap. <laughs> and then no, you run into some good ones that, that that that'll blow you away. That's that, that's price low. I'm I'm gonna give this advice, and then I'm gonna challenge you on what you just said. What okay. we have as an advantage is we have Google, and it's in your pocket. Go Google mm-hmm. your cigar that you're interested in, and and read some reviews on it. And if the uh, ratings don't meet what you looking for in a cigar or whatever your standard is or how low you're willing to go as far as the score goes don't get it you know you have that option and i know some people in working in humidors and they kind of funny but nobody really ever get on you about having your phone out you know yeah. so just check it just check your rating before you purchase it now if it's got two stars you might want to put that back down but if it's got four out of five that's, that's not bad for four dollars you know you got to keep that in mind yeah. uh you got to be reasonable now, I'm going to challenge you on what you said about you. it's a dangerous game. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any more of a dangerous game than going out buying a, a $35 cigar. That's that a might be a more dangerous game. That might be a more dangerous game. Yeah, because you still, <laughs> just because it costs that much don't mean you're going to enjoy it. You know, right. It don't mean that you'll like it. doesn't mean that what everybody else thinks of it, you're going to think of it because we yeah, all, it's all subjective at the end of the day. I just yeah, complimented this that cigar. $35 cigar and you smoking and it's bad. And now you out 35 bucks. Right, <laughs> now, you, right. now you down. 
Now, I just told somebody, somebody's going to listen to this, and let's say they go out and buy this vintage uh, 2004 by Don Raphael, and they're like, that sucked. They might feel that way. They're entitled to feel that way, but it's my personal opinion that it's, it's not a bad cigar for the price. Yeah. price. So it's, you always got to keep that in mind. Just because yeah, somebody else talk highly of it doesn't mean you're... Token, they're only out of five bucks. You know, mm-hmm. you can go up and... Go get, go ahead, get you that eight dollar cigar, thirteen dollar cigar, and now you, you you you're not missing out on too much. You know, you go ahead, go go ahead, get you that cheap that cheaper one, and then right. go ahead, get you one that you know that you're gonna like. So you you try that cheaper one. If it don't work out, you know, you got your right. other one that, that that you got your backup that you know is gonna be good for you. Right. Um, but now I got this question though. When okay. You talk about ratings and going ahead, googling and researching the cigar. How much weight do you put into the cigar ratings and cigar? Uh, rankings and all of that stuff that, that that they have out there. Like, do you go in and you see when you see the little tag that say, "Hey, this cigar is has a ninety six rating." Do you automatically uh, think that that's going to be a good cigar, knowing that you have a different palate from everybody else? Everybody has a different palate. How much weight I do you think? Put I put enough weight. To, I I'm very aware of those. I pay attention to them, and it sometimes may be the difference maker in, in me trying a cigar. But the amount of weight I put in it is just that, okay, I shouldn't hate this, even if I don't like it. That's mm-hmm. that's as far as I go with it. I'm like, okay, this lets me know this will be, worst case scenario, tolerable. I might not okay. like it. I might not get it again. But there's well, no reason for me to, I should, I should at least get a decent smoke out of it. That's how far I take it. Even if I see 96 rating, that's a damn good rate. I say, and I, okay, it should at least be a decent one. You know, even if I don't ever get it again, as far as I take it, I don't I don't let that, you know, say, oh, this is going to be great. Never. (laughs) Because because I did that my first year. That was how I felt when I was learning the game. Now I understand, like you said, we have different palettes and I don't have any uh, I don't have no ego as far as feeling like I'm supposed to enjoy something and I don't enjoy it. I'm I'm cool. I'm comfortable with myself and have my own opinions. So now, someone. So now, I got to put you out there, like you put me out there last, uh, last podcast, last episode. Okay. Um, well, I recommended the uh, Perdomo Champagne, and I hyped it up and said it was a good cigar. And you hit me back like, well, not you didn't tell me until years later <laughs> you didn't like that cigar. Right. Um, you put me on to an Alec Bradley. It was <laughs> okay. Crazy. I want to say about a '94 in the humidor, right? Yeah, it was pretty and high. Back then, like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I see a rating. I, 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 this is this is early on, right? You know, right. you say, "Hey, this is rated ninety or something, ninety-four. You know, I go in, I see that 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 tag that say, "Hey, this is rated this such and such." I'm like, this has got to be a good smoke. I want to say that the cigar was probably about a fourteen-dollar cigar, at least the one I picked up. Mm-hmm. And thinking like, okay, I'm about to have one of the cream of the like the cream of the crop cigars now. Like, and I tried it, and I never told you. I don't think I ever told you. I might I might have. And I was like, this is not as great as I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah. as far as like what the rating hype was. Not saying it wasn't a good cigar because I, I still like Alec Bradley cigars. You know, saying still thoroughly enjoy them. So it's not it's not one of those ones like the Perdomo situation or the Breakout situation where I smoked and said never again. But it kind of tainted me from looking at the ratings and saying, man, this is a ninety four rated cigar. This is a ninety, but I like this one better than that one. And that was just the, the growth process of understanding my palate, you know, to say, hey, and just because it's rated, this doesn't mean it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Right. Well, you know, 
with that being said, I think, I think, just from knowing you, Alec Bradley, I think that particular cigar was a little bit of a stronger cigar. And it might I think been. you like of a medium body, and I think that was a little bit on the stronger side. At yeah. the time, I actually did like stronger cigars. I've kind of grown out of that a little bit. I'm, I prefer okay. medium body myself. So that probably had a lot to do with what it is. And I think it goes back to something we touched on last episode when we talked about how what makes a cigar smoker a cigar smoker. I think a lot mm-hmm. of the brands, they rate these. I think a lot of the um, mild cigars and medium cigars, they don't get as good a rate as the stronger ones do. From what, what I see, I, I, I think I agree with you on that. Like, because of that stigma, I guess that we yeah. try that we try to debunk when we had that conversation last time. Um, right. Of that, that 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 stigma of saying, "Hey, this is a medium to mild cigar or mild to medium cigar," that it shouldn't deserve this rating as this higher peppery cigar. Right. You know, just because the cigar is more bold, does that mean it's a better smoke? Not necessarily, you know. Not to me, but that is, I think that is the, the reputation. Like, for some reason, yeah. that's what people believe in. They believe if you're not smoking that, you're not, you're not a cigar smoker, you know. Right. And I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. Me personally, I don't, I don't agree. agree with it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. In defense of a lot of the ladies in the in the cigar community, they get the reputation that they are only supposed to smoke cigars that have like a, a flavor to them like, or yeah. a more mild cigar, and they and they and some of them probably feel obligated to have to smoke a more uh, bold taste, you know. And it's not necessary. You smoke what you enjoy, no. you know. Yeah, you enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. Right. Now you touched on something that <clears throat> you touched on something. About the Perdomo, mm-hmm. you you mentioned. Now we yeah. said that the champagne was why we didn't like that. If I'm not mistaken, you tried another Perdomo recently. Was it l- yeah. last week? Last week, um, yeah, no, no, it was just this a uh, few days ago, about three, four days ago. <laughs> this week, twentieth okay. anniversary, Perdomo. Tell me about it. <laughs> Did they redeem themselves? Are they are they back oh, in, in the possible? Now you better put me in a situation where I feel like I'm I'm Perdomo bashing, which I'm 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 trying not to. I haven't tried every Perdomo that's out there to say that it's a good brand or bad brand or whatever. Um but no, I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> so it's almost like strike two with uh with with, with Perdomo. Okay. <laughs> it was a good it just wasn't a good smoke. I did not enjoy it, you know, and I toughed through it. It wasn't one, like, a type of cigar where I, I got to smoke and then I had to put it down and, like, you know what, never again. Still got through the smoke, you know what I'm saying, to see how it's going to transition, if it's going to get any better. And it's just, like, one of those cigars that it it didn't improve. It didn't improve. It transitioned, but the transitions wasn't necessarily what I look for in my in my transitions. So... I don't know. I, 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 I kind of feel bad because I have nothing against Perdomo. I have nothing against the brain whatsoever. You know, it's not like the the, the, the Gurkha hate that we talked about. Like, uh, um, not personally with Gurkha because we uh, established last time hey, that Gurkha cigar was actually not a bad cigar. I, I would pick it up again. But just other I'm not going to treat, treat it like Brickhouse, though, where Brickhouse is like a brand I see I'm not going to go for it at all. Like, there's nothing you can do to get me to smoke a Brickhouse. 
So, so, <laughs> so I, I don't want to put Perdomo in that in that in that in that class just yet. So I'm gonna hold out. They, they got two strikes with me, and I might. You know what? I'm gonna go back to a to a cigar shop. I'm gonna look up Perdomo now. Now, now, now that you got me feeling bad, and I'm gonna try to find that that um, perfect Perdomo. Now, what you said makes everything come full circle, though. Mm-hmm. It's a very important thing that I want listeners to catch. What you just said was you didn't enjoy Perdomo. Two different sticks that you have from you didn't enjoy them. Perdomo mm-hmm. is a very popular name in the cigar industry. With that being it said, is. it also proves to you, to what we just said, that it does not necessarily make it better because it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. So, Perdomo, yeah, of course, they got some affordable sticks also, but for the most part, they're going to be within the typical range. They're not going to yeah. be uh, a $4 cigar, you know. Right. And as you see, let's say that whatever you spent on it, let's say $10, the average price for a cigar, you know what I'm saying? Let's say that, that their typical cigar is $10. $10 cigar, you didn't enjoy it. You know, so it doesn't have anything to do with your price range if you're mm-hmm. gonna enjoy your experience. It's really literally based on a case by case scenario. You're gonna have to case just give case. it a shot and see. Yeah, yeah. Brand, it doesn't have anything to do with the brand, how popular name is, how long they've been in business, none of that. Just mm-hmm. your taste buds and if you enjoy yeah. it or not. And, and 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 that's why it's important for a lot of these cigar um manufacturers, cigar makers, and cigar companies to really get into diversifying to try to meet the cigar smokers wherever they are. You know, I know you have a lot of those brands that only predicate themselves on making the most bold cigar, and you see them promoting that the most, and not really promoting their cigars that have other uh, complexities. Uh, they got they got to push those out to the people too. You know, not everybody wants that. You know what I'm saying that 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 quote unquote cigar smoker cigar, you know that 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 type of stigma. So um, I would say this to to stay tuned because we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna attack this uh Perdomo thing head on. So next episode, I'm gonna commit myself to going to a humidor. I'm gonna find Perdomo, and we're gonna, pretty much we're gonna do a Perdomo challenge almost. Okay. I'm gonna find that that that, that cigar because I don't want to discredit them. Like I don't I do not want to discredit them. I want to give them a bad rap. Um, I want to find that good cigar. I want to, I want to challenge myself on that one. Okay, so, so I like that. So next episode, you heard him. Next episode, tune in. We're gonna give Denzel's gonna smoke a Perdomo live on the show. Check the podcast out to hear his review. We're gonna see if they strike out and enter the Brickhouse Zone. Now, for those of you who also, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you're unable to catch the podcast uh, and, and listen to it in its entirety to hear his review, I'm pretty sure you can follow us on Instagram and check that review also. Are you willing to do that? If you don't know, Denzel does all of our midweek reviews uh, for the cigars. So we'll have him uh, see if he can do a review of that. I don't know if he's going to uh, want to do it on Instagram TV or if he's going to do it through a post or in the stories, but make sure that you uh, follow us on Instagram at Vernon's underscore underscore cigars and check out the review there also. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going right. to give them, and I'm going to give them every advantage. We're going to light it up with uh, the cedar spills. You know, I'm not going to put butane right to it and, you know, Tarted or tainted from from the jump, we're gonna give it the most gentle uh, light, and we're gonna go through the uh, through the transitions and, and, and see how they fare out. 
So I'm going to do my research. I'm going to check ratings, even though we just talked about it. I'm going to check and see what... Uh, and I'm, I'm going to try to see if Perdomo can meet me where my where my um where my palate is, and we're gonna try it out. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if I can find that 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 one, and we're gonna try not to put them in that break house zone, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I got something to look forward to. I'm excited about this, guys. Hey, Denzel, you got any closing words for us today? Um, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your smoke. Um, sit back, relax. However, the environment that you enjoy the smoke. Whether it's uh, with a nice scenery, whether it's while you're working, whether it's uh, first thing in the morning, midway through the day, or late in the evening with a, with a good drink. Enjoy yourself, enjoy life, and uh, have a good one. Oh, also, uh, let them know what, what cigar you smoked today during the show. Uh, again, it was the uh, Grand Reserva Grand Habano number no. 5, uh, 2010, 2010, the gold no. band. Okay. And uh, I had the Don Raphael Ventures 2004. Hey, we enjoyed you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week with a review of Perdomo Cigars. We'll let you know exactly what it's going to be, and we'll get into some more topics. Hey, tune in to the Cigars and Everything Else podcast. We appreciate you guys. Stay tuned. Thank you.